Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season three premiere of the Finger Guns podcast with Tony, Dave, and James. Woo! Oh, I oh, um, Dave's really excited for uh, starting off season three. Can you can you do that again? Woo! Thank you. That was nice. <laughs> See, it comes naturally. It <laughs> it sure does, Tony. It sure does. <laughs> It's very warm. Um, I am your enigmatic, 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 enigmatic co-host, Jimmy. And I'm joined as always with a very tired, a very cold, a very small, tasty, very small, tasty, very small, tasty. I'm I know tired it's cold outside. I know. Cold as fuck. I know it shrinks in the cold. I get it. And. <laughs> Actually, not with me, buddy. When it's cold, it gets oh, it gross. It gross. <laughs> they call him the Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mortified and bewildered. <laughs> and I'll be just, I'm just going to stay like that. I was going to say daring or dynamic or something, but no, bewildered. You're, bewildered is fine. You're yeah, just like Dave. That. Can you? Uh, I'm just Dave. <laughs> you are Dave. Dave Nuff. I am Dave Nuff. It's true. Um, I can't believe we made it to season three. <laughs> Neither can I. Neither can I. <laughs> We're still doing this shit. This I... is our this is our 49th episode. Oh. I was trying to see, and next episode you, you is counting our f- the bonuses in there. A fucking course. Oof. Actually, no. According no. To, according to our spreadsheet, this is 49. That doesn't yeah. count bonus, though. Yeah, bonus is usually pulled out, no? Like, I think we we're kick, on 49, we continue, right? we continue with Wait the number. Yeah, yeah. Wait Do you guys not listen minute. to your own show or look at your own show? Of course I, I do. do. Like, I post the damn the regular, episodes. The regular episodes. This is episode 49 yes. regular. 49 regular. Yes. yes. That means we don't count next bonus. Ep- that means next episode is big five zero. It's 50. Ooh. Holy shit, boys. I can't believe Good thing we're recording that episodes. one in advance. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a good thing. Um, that's exciting. Very exciting. Thank you, everyone, for joining us so far, and welcome back. Welcome to season three. Welcome to the same old Finger Guns podcast. It's true. Big it's shout true. out to Finland. Big shout out to uh, Argentina. We hope you're okay. Always. I love, that. Well, I love that. That's just like a recurring <laughs> bit now. And uh, big shout out to uh, John Voigt. I hope he's doing well. As well. <laughs> he's not. Good. Let him circle that drain. Um, hope everyone else, all of our super fans, are doing well. They're always my favorite people. Also, fuck Eileen. Hey, boy, what? <laughs> Easy, Tiger. Easy. Easy. <sighs> Uh, I hate that fucking movie. Easy. Oh, the movie. I was the like, movie. who's Eileen? Why we are you so mad at her? I'm so sorry. We don't know that. We don't know. We don't know. I'm talking about the movie Eileen. All right. Not come on Eileen. Not come on Eileen. I was going to make that joke and then I chose not to because I thought it was too easy. I didn't want to hit the low hanging fruit. You have to. What's with the gloves, man? It's fingerless gloves. I am fucking cold. Do you want a blanket? Tony's a cool New Yorker. Yeah. No. No. I am a cold Hamiltonian right now. Do you want a? Do you want a blanket? Do you want me to like the heat's on? I can open the vents if you need me to. No, we're cool. Do you want a hot cup of cocoa? I would love a hot cup of cocoa. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not your fucking waiter. You host. You host it. Garcon. 
Garcon Coco. Garcon means boy. <laughs> Fair. You are a small boy. A very small boy. Thanks. Uh, do you want to get this going? Yes, please. I want to talk about some movies and stuff now? Yes, please. All right. Let's do it. So it's the return of the best man worst for season three, our first one of the year. Yes. Which actually, it is the first one of the year because we didn't do a best man worst for, we did a lot of countdowns for our season finale, but no best man worst. No, we did not. Let's uh, let's kick this off. Tony B, give me a best. Okay. So there was two bests that I wanted to talk about, but I'm only going to talk about one. So I'm just going to do a quick shout out to a Korean film called Veteran. Nice. Um, that was directed by the same director of a film that me and Dave saw at TIFF called Smugglers. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Veteran Veteran was basically a cop, uh, cop movie, St- still very stylish like Smugglers, but they kind of ditched the... St- the they ditched the the style um, during the first act, which is really weird, but still really really well done movie. Uh, if you liked, if you caught Smugglers and at uh, TIFF, you should definitely check this one out. I don't want to try to pronounce this gentleman's name. Who does? Who? All right, who do who do you not want to pronounce? Ryu Sung Wan. Okay. Sion Wan. I'm sorry. It's fine, sir. Carry I, on. I'm just that's that's as good as I'm gonna get. Yep, that's uh, that's pretty pretty uh, pretty spot on. I thought that was pretty close. Ryu Sung Won. Yeah, yeah, Ryu Sung Won. Yeah, that movie's on Netflix. You guys should definitely check it out. Really, it really new? well done. No, it is from 2015. Okay, neat. But the film that I do want to talk about is a French Canadian picture. Ooh, uh, picture called, even picture. Yeah, uh, it's called Red Rooms. Okay. Ooh. Or uh, I'm going to butcher this, but uh, I know you're going to correct me because oh, I know you know. It is called La Chambres Rouge. La Chambre Rouge. La Chambre Rouge. La Chambre Rouge. Yes. There you go. There you go. This won the audience how you, award. How did you not know Lay? I said Lay. No, you didn't. Lay Chambers. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm throwing coasters at Dave because he's just pissing me off. Um,. This movie won the audience award at Fantasia. Nice. And there is a reason for that. Yeah. Uh, it is a cross between Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Anatomy of the Fall. Oh. This movie. Have fu- you seen Anatomy yet? Not yet. You need to. I need, need to. to. This movie fucked me up. Bad. Wow. I needed to be held oh. because this movie just like runs you over like a dump truck. Oh, no. The opening scene, I shit you not, is a 20 minute one take of the opening of the opening statements of a court case. Wow. And the movie, I, it's either, the camera is either on uh, a steady cam and they're just handing it off or it's literally on a crane just going from yeah. person to person. It was so intense. The music in it just is electrifying. Um, the main actress in the movie, um, Dave, you're going to get that for me. Yes. Um, she was absolutely incredible. Basically, what the movie the the movie was about is about this court case about this uh, man who is convicted of murdering three women. Um, the actress's name is. I'm just. just is that her? Uh, yeah, that's her. 
uh, Juliet Garepi. Garepi? How would you pronounce the accent? Juliet Garepi. There you go. Yeah, she is absolutely wonderful in that movie. She's absolutely incredible. I really hope that she gets nominated for Best Actress at the Canadian Screen Awards um, because she definitely deserves it. Again, the movie is about a court case. Uh, man's convicted of killing three young girls and posting the um, basically the execution on the dark web. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh they have two they have two videos. The the defense has two video not the defense. The prosecution has two videos. The other one is missing. Um and movie's got a movie, so that's obviously goes somewhere. Um I was going to say that is that not the crux of the movie that, that you is to the find crux. the last video <laughs> because they don't have enough they don't have enough evidence around, around this person. And they there's have two videos and that's not enough. He's wearing a mask. No, and they're only getting him all. Oh, it's because of his eyes, or it's because of his hand movements, mm. or his things. Right? They need that third video to really bring it home. Oh, uh, would he still be wearing the mask? What's that? Wouldn't he still be wearing a mask? Yeah. Dave, movie's got a movie. Movie's I'm not gonna. Movie's got a movie. Movie's got a movie. But okay. it reminded me a lot of Dragon, uh, Dragon with the the girl, girl with the, with the dragon tattoo. Exactly. Um, the movie is just fucked up. Damn. Because like you got the groupies who think that he's innocent and they're like in love with him. And uh, the the one girl is just going to the, the, the case every day and she models on the side and stuff. And there's a little side plot with that. But then she befriends a girl who is a groupie who literally came here um, because she believes in his innocence. And it's just very like it's very sick. Mm. It's just hearing hearing what the, their this 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 woman she's like oh my god is he, he couldn't have done it he has he has kind eyes like he has warm eyes like he couldn't have done it it's mm-hmm. like mm, mm-hmm. no he's mm-hmm. he definitely did it um but anyways i'm not going to talk more about this movie because i would not do this movie justice you all need to see it yeah it is hands down uh, it's one of the best Canadian movies I've ever seen. Um, it is, praise, it yeah. is intense. It is insane. I could not look away. Damn. And uh, yeah, it, it it marked me for sure. Damn. And I can't wait to see this movie again. Hell yeah. On a score of one to score a hockey musical. Uh, you remember say. what Godzilla did? in Godzilla minus one where you like hucked the yeah, the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what this movie does to score a hockey musical. <laughs> nice. I was gonna say on a scale of one to bone cup, bad cup. Uh yeah, the same. Mm, yeah. The same. Nice. Blows it out of the water. This movie this movie is absolutely insane. I did Dang. not expect it to be as good as it was, but there's a reason why it won the audience award of Fantasia. Dang. Definitely check this out when you guys get a chance. Will do, man. It's on the list for sure. I have two best. Uh, I don't have a meh this time, um, but uh, I'll talk about the second best when you guys talk about mess. Um, my best one, um, well, it's actually the best one was Big Lebowski, but we don't well, need to talk about the Big Lebowski. Well, because <laughs> anytime that's on TV, you just you just start Dave, watching and you don't. Dave, did I? Oh, did I? Did I tell you both that I went to a Ralph's? Did you? I went to a Ralph's. Did you sign a check? I. I didn't but i really <laughs> did, you dr- did you drink the half and a half i need to test it first yeah before i bought the half and half home yeah it uh it's wonderful in there yeah. it's a very nice grocery store nice. and they very much still have a ralph's club member card 
and your groceries are slightly cheaper if you have the club member card. And they, I really should have signed they're up. They're all about the club member cards, man. Yeah. All yeah. about those club member cards. Which one? What do we have? Walgreens? No, Wagmans. 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 Yeah, we yeah. have Wagmans. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anytime Big Lebowski's on, you just you, you just, just keep do. watching. Yeah. It was like one thirty in the morning, and I watched three quarters of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as you do at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, but uh, the film I want to talk about is a film I've always wanted to see, and it's uh, it's called Vampire's Kiss. It's from 1989, and it stars uh, the immortal Nicolas Cage. Oh boy! In what I I actually genuinely feel is his most certifiably insane mental fucking. This guy should have been locked up in a oh, in a fucking asylum Jesus. kind of performance because this thing is go for broke. Like yeah, I don't like. I would have been genuinely. Sh- so was this late nineties cage? No, this is late eighties cage. Eighty nine, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how this guy. I don't know how Nick Cage kept going after this. Oh no, because like this is this is pinnacle Nick Cage. Like this movie doesn't make a lick of sense, and cool. it's fucking the genre. The tone is all over the goddamn place. Dang. Basically, he is a piece of shit book. Uh, He's not an editor. I guess he's kind of like an editor type thing. Anyways, he's like, he's one of the top guys or he's like the middleman type thing. He's not quite at the top, but he's trying to get there. And, uh, he hooks up with this girl and, um, she's a vampire. Right. Hence, <laughs> hence the kiss. Hence the kiss. And, uh, she sucks his blood and, uh, she keeps showing up type thing and it's not clear if she actually is a vampire or if she's even real or whatever well she's a real person but whether she's a real vampire yeah so it's not clear but then he thinks he is turning into a vampire right and it's just fucking wacky all right it's just like him going full fucking nosferatu is fucking oh my wild and like he commits to this fucking thing. Yeah. He is so committed and he's so funny and he's so deranged. And I'm just sitting there and I was like, this is every like everything you think of Nick Cage, like all his quirks, all his like yeah. little traits, yeah. all like the jokes, the memes, like everything. It's all here. It's all in this one performance. Fuck yeah. Cool. And it's out of this fucking world and I don't know how this movie exists. It's 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 literally the craziest thing I've ever seen him do. Dang, nice. nice. And like you guys know, I'm all about Nick Cage. Yeah, I think we're all about we, Nick Cage. Yeah. Like he is my spirit animal. I will defend him till the end till the end of time. I don't know. Like you have to see it to fucking believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and it was one of the five, wasn't it? That yeah, it was, the, it was one yes. of the five. Yeah. It's one of the five. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't get like locked up after this movie. Dang, amazing! Holy shit! <laughs> Definitely got to add right. that. Adding it to that list, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah put for it right sure. at the top, boys. This movie's yeah. thirty-five years old this year, and it's fucking nuts. Nice, nice, love it. You can go now. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, well, we'll just we'll just keep the Nick Cage train on rolling. 
that's, um, that's what I like. That's that's the train we need to keep keep a rolling, keep, keep propelling it down the track. Uh, I want to talk about Dream Scenario Ooh. that I finally watched. Ooh, sorry for my delinquency on watching Dream Scenario, but you're like six months late, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> Didn't we see that back in September? That's why yes. he said he's like he's legitimately six months feels late. Like half, it feels like all, half a lifetime ago. Five months. Let's not let's not push it. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't get a pass to TIFF. We paid for that ticket. Sorry, I didn't buy the ticket. You should have. <laughs> we yeah. might should have. I was wanna... bullied into buying yeah. that ticket. Bullied, I yes. bullied him into buying that yeah. ticket, and we were like the highest you could possibly go in that theater. Yeah, the highest. The back back row. Like the the back, nosebleeds. The back. The back 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 row. They yeah. didn't. They didn't allow you in the back row. <laughs> yeah. We were. It was the back row, then us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved every minute. You're sitting on stools minute. in the back. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Basically. Yeah. 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 Worth every penny. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, now I see why. It's very good. Right? It's very good. My one comment while watching it, though, was Nick Cage, Nick Cage gave off Big Dave energy, which Thanks. I Thanks. stand by that comment. Yeah, yeah that makes me um, feel great. <laughs> I mean, not in a bad way. Just, you have a vibe about you, and it's very like, you know, Creepy 50s professor. Creepy guy who shows up in your dreams and just is there. Is just there. <laughs> Am I doing anything? No. Farts when he gets upset. Yes. It just gets real. <laughs> it sounds about right. That really like drove it home. That drove oh, it home for yeah. sure. Um, that, that sex scene though. <laughs> it was something. That was something. Um, that I mean, I I just imagine that that's mostly Dave's dreams. <laughs> Just listen. Dave would be on the couch though, and Nick Cage would come in from the corner of the room and start and start making out with his neck. Um, anyway, that's terrifying. Uh, an absolutely bananas premise of a movie, and only continues to get weirder, right? Um, and is unsettling and weird, and like you know, deals a lot with like topics of cancel culture and. Uh, you know, innocence, guilt, perceived innocence, perceived guilt, um, triggers, I guess. Um, it was crazy to sort of like watch that and be like probably a really good analogy to like talk about all of that in this kind of like innocuous way where it's like it's very clear watching it as an audience you know he's done nothing wrong like he's just a guy that just ends up getting vilified and i think it's probably like the best approach that you could possibly take on that topic without like casting someone in a light or not of just like what is what is all of this that we're going through it's very much a movie of the moment and very oh yeah like fucking like bleak satire yeah <laughs> yeah truly truly and some real fucked up shit oh yeah uh him running that running that was, fuck, <laughs> that, was that was fucking terrifying man it's fucking crazy i'm just remembering i'm just remembering everything as it comes along even like, that oh, even that man. one dream before anything goes like off the rails but just that one dream that he's just like passing by and where that guy's getting like chased by those fuckers in a field and like, oh yeah he's just like grabbing like a fruit off a tree <laughs> or something I'm just like this is so fucked up it go it I thought the third act is like a very weird pivot, yeah. But also, like, still fit the rest of the movie, yeah. Because you're, it's so weird already that, like, really, you could go as weird as you want, yeah. And it still will work with the tone because the tone is fucking weird, yeah. 
I really need to watch his first movie. I have it. I just, I still haven't watched it yet. I'm really sick, sick of myself. myself. Yeah, yeah, I really want to see that too. Yeah, yeah I really want to see it. So, yeah, on the list. But, but anyway, I couldn't reckon, recommend Dream Scenario highly enough. Like, it's very, very good and deserves to be seen. And, you know, before the moment passes us by, watch it while it's relevant. It's true. Because I don't know how much rewatch power this movie will have. I think that's what came down to my star rating about a four. Because I'm like, I don't know that I'm never going to need to rewatch this. I'll remember it for a long time. And maybe if something's prescient, I might watch it again just for the sake of it. But like. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. There's always watchability. Uh, this is I true. don't know. This Seven, ten years down the road. I don't know. I don't know if this one might fade into obscurity. I think it'll still be like a top ten performance from him. Yeah. Definitely. Speaking of which, I need to watch Pig again. Yes. I need to Speaking watch Pig top, again. Speaking of top ten Cage performances. I need to watch Pig again. Yeah. Tony. I'm going to bring back everybody's favorite side segment. Movies that Tony remembers being good. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite little segment. What's it's up? A, it's for, a great segment. For my meh. Yeah. I have a little film called yeah. Equilibrium. Oh, Ooh. good. Goody. Ooh, gun Fu. Yes. Gun Fu, indeed. Christian Bale. Do you guys remember? Sean Bean. Indeed. John Bean. Does John yeah. Bean die in that one? I don't of course John he does. Bean dies <laughs> very graphically in that movie. <laughs> of course movie. he does. He is, shot, okay. he is I, shot in the face. I don't remember much of that movie. The last time I watched it, I was driving up to Sault Ste. Marie. I was in the back of my dad's Honda Odyssey, and it was on my portable DVD player. I it's it's, it's been, been some time. It's been a while. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna ask you guys. Do you guys remember Equilibrium? I think the only thing I, I remember about it is what do you remember? Of, what do you remember of some that movie? Of, some of the gun fu. Some of I, the gun fu. Yeah, I remember gun fu. I remember it's like a 1984-ish state, and they're not allowed to yeah. do things. They're not allowed to feel something. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that, se- that seems right for a Kurt dispo- Wimmer movie. Something dystopian <laughs> yeah. and like gun fu is about the only memories <laughs> I have. I would. T- I would take. Is it Tay Diggs in it? Tay Diggs is Ooh. the villain. Ooh, oh, Tay Diggs is <laughs> the villain. How can, be, how can this be a meh? I don't know, you man. Tay Diggs oh, yeah. is a villain. Come on now. Let this me tell like, you guys. Yeah. Um, 1984, V for Vendetta. Sure. Uh, even though this came before V for Vendetta, it sure did. Um, well, not the graphic novel. Not the graphic novel. So I'm gonna. So I'm gonna uh, chalk it up some, to the graphic some, novel. Some references, sure. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. All these movies have things in common. Mm-hmm. All these things are much better than Equilibrium. What about the Matrix? Um, this came out right after the Matrix. No, even the Gun Fu. No, because there's no there's no like slow like there's no bullet time. When I think of the Matrix, when I think of the when I think of the Matrix, I think bullet time. Do they still slow anything down? No. Okay. No, because this would have been right after the Matrix, so it would have already been in the can. No, well, it would have been made in the fucking like the Matrix came out, and then fucking everything afterwards Hmm. was just like, oh, we got to do the same thing. Yeah. This is going to be a reoccurring thing on this episode, but Kurt Wimmer should not be able to write <laughs> should not be allowed to write anything <laughs> because the dialogue in this movie uh, is absolute dog shit yeah the action in this movie pretty fucking good that last all i remember from this movie is the last 20 minutes and when i was watching the movie i came to the realization that i had never seen equilibrium in its in its oh. complete it's <laughs> in its, in its entirety, entirety. Yeah. Yeah. because there's scenes in it i'm just like I do not remember this. Huh. 
I'm like, huh, funny. I've been going on and how underrated this movie is. Yeah. And I'm like, it is not what I remember at all. It's not underrated at all. It's not underrated <laughs> at all. It's just straight up it's bad. adequately rated. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The gum and the action and stuff. Sure. If you take out all the talking scenes and it's just the action, so he's fantastic. So thematically similar to all of Kurt's movies that he's written. Um, take out I, all of the talking. Aside from the Point Break remake, because that oh, can wow. just go right in the fucking bin. Yeah. Like how you remake... <laughs> How do you remake Point Break? Why do you remake? It's why? Just, it's perfect well, because why? David Ayer, David uh, hey, David Ayer already remade Point Break in the form of Fast and the Furious. This is true. True. <laughs> this is true. But they're, also, they're throwing it back for the new one. Yeah, man. they are. They're going they back gotta, to basics. They got to go back to the basics. They're going to cut the budget. They're going to start stealing fucking DVD players. Can't wait. <laughs> well, no, it's it's twenty. It's going to be like what twenty twenty five when it comes out. Is it? No. It's going to be 4K players. Is it, is, it, is it because they can't they can't afford Gal Gadot anymore? I assume that they just realized that the movie like was out of control and they <laughs> need was, to cut it back. It was insane. I just don't know how you go back to basics when like half the cat, well, unless half the cast is blown up in the first That's opening it. reel. Just kill everybody <laughs> off and I start from fresh. I fucking hope so. And then it's just Gal Gadot and fucking... Charlie's Theron and Michelle Rodriguez swearing revenge on Jason Momoa. I guess. God. Well, you can't forget. Do you think, do you think they're going to give Gal uh, a line in the next yes. one? Yeah. At least yes. once. I'm sure she she'll won't just a- pop out of a submarine and go, hello. <laughs> I just want to know. I'm just looking forward to them, how they retcon and explain how she survived. Fuck. And where she's been the whole time. In a submarine. <laughs> Well, How also- did she get on the submarine, Jason? They were already, <laughs> they were did- already on the on the fucking airplane fucking runway of like non-existence because that runway was oh my god the seventy eight thousand mile runway. <laughs> it's like the, the entirety of the United you're gonna States. Find out, yeah. You're gonna find out that Gal Gadot's character was actually part of a clone hitman program. <laughs> I was just going to say Gal Gadot has a twin two. and it's a twin. Oh, but this is why Best Man Worst is always so long because you guys you guys go, on, go on idiotic tangents. tangents. But uh, just before I wrap up Equilibrium, you guys are talking about this. Have you not heard what ha- what's going on with Vin Diesel right now? Yes. So like Vin Diesel might not even be back for a freaking... Oh, <laughs> you don't oh, know. What happened to Vin? They can't... No, he's somebody... Someone's trying to cancel him. Oh. An assistant. He um, allegedly oh. sexually assaulted one of his assistants. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, so, yeah. no. We so, no you. Yeah. We no like you. We no like you either. But, uh, but yeah. Anyways, equilibrium. Yes. Uh, oh, I have one more thing about the fast, the new oh, fast. Jesus yeah. Christ. They're going to save money and they're going to get rid of Corona. Yeah. It's going to be Bush Light. Oh, good. <laughs> no, man, it's not going to be Bush Light. It's got to be Bud Light. They're American. Bud Light. Um, Company. To, 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 to just bring this back full circle for yeah, equilibrium. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do they drink Bush Light? <laughs> uh, they don't drink anything. I don't even think they eat in that you movie. can't feel. <laughs> What's the point of alcohol if you can't feel? Um... Here's what you do. You fast forward all the way until you see Christian Bale in a white outfit. Right. Yeah. And then once yeah. you once you see him in a white outfit, you hit play yeah. and that you play know. out the rest. I'm pretty sure you can probably just find that last segment on YouTube and just watch that. There is no greater joy than seeing Tay Diggs pull out a samurai sword <laughs> and then Christian Bale 
go at him and slice his face off literally nice. off yeah that is nice and then seeing like the his, cgi like brain his, his yeah, face yeah. off like off. Face. face off off he like he like goes at him and then all of a sudden christian bale does like this like friggin' three-point trigger move thing and then yeah. everything stops and then it's like out of frame and then you just see like tay diggs's body parts just fall to the ground nice why is he gonna do tay diggs because like fuck tay diggs why is he the villain why oh. is he the villain in this oh. movie he we was big a, he was we, big in there we are a pro tay diggs <laughs> podcast fucking podcast all right you watch your mouth let's let's you just bite your let's tongue. just cue up the best man holiday <laughs> and the best man yeah where am i <laughs> uh but yeah i remember that movie being a lot better it was not it's a meh uh, fair christian bale's really good though well i mean it's christian bale it's christian bale yeah so David. it's like it's like one of those movies in high school like boondock saints where we just leave it in high school yeah let's leave it <laughs> yeah. let's leave it in high school yeah i watched boondock saints more recently it's fine. <laughs> it's just fine. It's just fine. We had that I movie on the pedestal for movie. so long. I mean, there was a fire fight. I, I mean, okay, he's but that's great. legendary. <laughs> he's that great. Willem is, is Billy, Billy incredible. Con- Billy, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly is great. He's delicious in that movie. <laughs> Everyone else, <laughs> not so good. <laughs> not so it's good. Just fine. Although I still can't believe I met that guy. You did. You did meet David Delarocco. Yeah. David Delarocco, he's a good dude. He's I a mensch. He's, I hope he's well. Real mensch. And with that, well. Dave, what is your second <laughs> best? Is it Boondock Saints? Absolutely not. It's Boondock Saints 2, All no, Saints Day. No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Never. <laughs> Never Boondock Saints 2. Um, this one is for super fan Stefan. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Fuck yeah. Yay. I finally watched it. Very happy. And I loved every minute of it. It was a wonderful, wonderful picture. Sure. Love the animation style. Love the soundtrack. Just like... No diggity? Just chock full of bangers. Hell yeah. Chock full of bangers. And just like fucking... uh, Jackie Chan is Splinter. Yeah. Inspired casting. Yeah. Right? Inspired casting. And I love that they're actually teenagers. I love the end, the resolution to the final battle. I love fucking Ice Cube is super fly. How yeah. amazing is that, yeah, boys? That's sick. That's how sick. amazing yeah, is sick. that? And sick. I like how they they redo April and they bring in Ireland's own Io Edibri. And she's just so good in that movie. Just like she is in everything. Yeah. She just won the Emmy. Just so good. Yes, she's from Ireland, Tony. I don't know if you knew that, but she is. You just blew my brains around the back of the wall. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just, listen, lo- I love her. So, I love her so much more now just that I know she's Irish. Yeah, and just like no shredder, just, and it's a fine like origin thing that they don't redo too much of it, and it's just, mm. it's just an all around great film. It's a fresh, it's a fresh it's new fresh. take on the Ninja Turtles. I absolutely fucking adore it. It's fresh. Movie. It's probably the best. It's one of they're if the not most the teenager. Best. They've probably like, ever been the best like film version of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's what I would say. Even the, the like it's, I know you have the first one on the pedestal with Sam Rockwell, but man, it's first one. The first one, not, nothing, nothing holds up. It's fucking and that. like uh, the fucking Ninja Rap plays, guys. Yeah. The fucking Ninja Rap plays, sure and is. I was like, yes, <laughs> this movie understands me. <laughs> And just yeah, I really like the style. It's not quite Spider-Man style, but it's just it's really well done. And I like 
that it's not just fucking CGI bullshit. Yeah. I like that they're trying something different and like props to Seth Rogen. You're doing well, buddy. The use of the use of the original and the YouTube version of Hey, what's going on? Right. Chef's kiss inspired. Right. Just yeah. Banger. That was a great chase sequence only because that was the soundtrack to it and i was loving every minute of it fuck i want to see this movie again fucking banger i wish i saw it in the theater fuck mm, yeah me too me too senior jim oh it's my turn yes um okay i'm going to you're on meh I, yeah i know that i'm on meh but i'm not i don't think it's going to end up being a meh I'm going to do something a little bit weird with my segment. But first, I want to talk about the social network. Ooh. Um, I was going to say, if that's a man, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's not. Not by any <laughs> not by any stretch of the imagination, is it? Um, only because I was um, trying to figure out sort of a second movie to talk about, and I realized I had rewatched that recently, and I hadn't talked about it. Uh, it's fucking still very good. It's incredible. For a completely, mostly loosely based story. <laughs> Um, it's just excellent casting and like Jesse Eisenberg is incredible. Um, Andrew Garfield is my favorite. Him as Eduardo Saverin is like one of my favorite roles that he's ever done. Can we just talk about how white boy Andrew Garfield is playing a gentleman named Eduardo, Eduardo Saverin. Saverin? Yeah. 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 Who's in the Jewish fraternity? I'm not even sure. Like, sorry, not even white stiff british yeah. gentleman, english yeah. gentleman yeah. andrew it's garfield eduardo eduardo <laughs> saverin eduardo saverin um but also like all the random players around that um obviously um jt jt yeah jt showing up as sean parker is incredible he's so good it, he's so so good he's such a, a Tim, shit weasel timberlake's the Nasper, napster guy yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fucking brilliant and his he's, introduction he he's banging like a college uh yeah like a college chick and it's dakota johnson it's dakota johnson yeah what <laughs> no dude the the side the side cast of this movie is nothing short of incredible rooney rooney mara's in this rooney too, Mara right? starts she, it off yeah she's yeah. in she starts the movie off and the movie just fucking goes from there. It yes. starts at like a 20 and it stays there, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. You have, you have army hammer doing the winkle Vi. Um, <laughs> love that. Love that. You have Rashida Jones is in there. Yeah. Rashida Jones. She's uh, she's one of the, the law clerks. I need yeah. to see this movie again. It's Joe Mazzello is one of the guys who, uh, Joe Mazzello helps, is helps Justin Moskowitz. Yeah. yeah. He helps create Facebook. Yeah. Amazing. It's just, it's loaded. It's wall to wall loaded. Uh, Max Minghella as, Max uh, as uh, Divya. Yeah. Um, and Josh Pence is in there too as uh, the other cool boss. Oh, he's the body double. For he's the, the body double. double. Yeah. That's it. That poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just the body double. But just like. Rough. Dude, the cast is nuts. The side pieces, like every single person that is playing a supporting role in that is playing it perfectly. And like it just flows. And like the dialogue is, well, I mean, it's Sorkin. Yeah. It's Sorkin. Yeah. Sorkin, so the dialogue yeah. is Oscar lots, of, Sorkin. lots yeah. of walking and talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not so much. Um, I, just, I love the soundtrack. Trent I love Reznor and Atticus Ross. Like th 
the first okay the soundtrack the soundtrack like the needle drop stuff because there is some stuff that is not part of yeah. the original soundtrack there is some like actual songs in there um including whatever the fuck the scratch thing is over the thing of niagara falls at the jewish uh fraternity the jewish fraternity caribbean party <laughs> just nuts um and one of my favorite things and one of the most throwaway lines of of jesse eisenberg being i need to get out of here it's a loop of niagara falls and i just i can't keep looking at it <laughs> um Yeah, that's the first track on that movie after Rooney uh, Mara's character breaks up with with Mark Zuckerberg's character and he's like running back home through the cold. That first like is one of the best pieces of music I think that's ever been written. It's so simple and so good and just like this atmospheric build that just God, that soundtrack is good. They redo Flight of the Bumblebee. It's amazing. They do. It's so they good. do with the uh with the, the rowing. race with the, the rowing crew. race the row crew yeah, <laughs> yeah. with row crew honestly like I think that was probably I think that was probably Reznor and Ross's f- maybe first one of the first soundtracks that's one of their first did. major ones yeah. and Wolf like yeah. crushed it just yeah. crushed it cemented themselves as like big players in in the score space I just remember the editing in that movie is just fucking like. It's a thing of beauty. It's that great. thing is a masterpiece. It really is. And it, it's just about the creation of fucking Facebook. It's it. And it's like <laughs> so riveting. It has no right to be as good as it is considering its subject matter, but it's so good. Fucking so Fincher, good. Fincher lost a King's speech. Yeah. How a fucking like, travesty. Goddamn travesty. Oh my God. I had to, I had to go through the fucking Oscars rewatch, best pictures rewatch. And I had to watch fucking King's speech I instead like of that. The, I do like the King's speech. I'm fine with it winning pitcher, but him losing director to Tom mm. Hooper? No. The guy who went on, you know what? Because he won there, he had the cash cachet to make fucking cats. Yeah, and we still never got the butthole cut. And we still never got the butthole cut. I've still have never seen cats. Oh, Tony. Oh, okay. We have to do where um what's the fucking uh what's the movie that you have to make a drinking game for? Um, finest kind. Finest kind. We gotta do. We gotta do finest kind followed by cats. Oh god! And just have the most bananas night. Oh, oh I'm watching cats. I'm dropping mushrooms before. <laughs> like, there's no way. You, know, you need to. You. No word of a lie, Quentin. Alyssa was pregnant with Quentin, and she has told me that he was literally like clawing and kicking at her when we saw that movie in theaters. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it stone cold sober in theaters and uh, I regret nothing that that we saw it at a preview and fucking the crowd there. Oh, my God. They were all just nobody knew what they were in for. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) No one can prepare you for what that movie is. Even, Even if you watched movies where it's like or things where it's like telling you how bad it is. Still not going to prepare you for how actually terrible it is. I love that. Do you want my Blu-ray? Because I need to buy it on 4K. On oh. 4K, <laughs> maybe the butthole. You'll the see the buttholes. Yeah, where's the where's the happy hand job edition of cats? Yeah, I know, right? Like we need happy hand. I am a jellical cat. I need my 4K. All right, Dave. All right. <laughs> Are you not a jellical cat? Never. Tony, give me a worst. Uh. <laughs> I'm just going to bring back everyone's favorite side segment of movies Tony remembers being good. Oh, no, another one? <laughs> and going back? Tony's had a bad few well. weeks. It's not that I've had a bad few weeks. I've just seen some movies that are worth talking about. Oh. And uh, for this one, uh, I wish time travel was a thing. Right. Because I would go back in time 
and beat the shit out of past Tony because he's just made some dumbass decisions with his life. Well, this we knew. Is it the big hit? Tell me it's the big hit. It is not a bit the big hit. It is a uh, film. A film. Is uh, it a film? About a story uh-huh. from a internet blogger, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what's right. I'm talking about a man who would definitely be canceled now if he was doing the shit that he was doing back then. Uh-huh. Uh, does uh-huh. he even exist still? I don't even think he exists, and there's probably a reason for that. Um, I'm talking about a man called T- Tucker Max, and it oh, is a film no. called "I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell." Oh no! This movie. Does it even qualify as a movie? Is uh, it a no, movie? No, it doesn't. It is a movie. It doesn't, <laughs> man. Sure. It's because an actual movie. T- Past Tony saw this at Walmart one day on DVD and said, you know what I need in my collection? Yeah. I need this fucking movie. Do you? Yeah. I'm looking up Tucker Max at this point. I need to know <sighs> if he's alive. <laughs> uh, this movie is an absolute travesty. Uh, I had an, I had a, uh, an ex-girlfriend who absolutely adored this man. And I'm saying past Tony and referring red to flag. red flag, red flag on the play for sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no is right. Um, I'm referring to past Tony in the third person because uh, he worshiped this guy too, to the point where he was drinking Red Bull and vodka and vodka sodas at the club because Tucker Max said that drinking that would be better because you wouldn't get a hangover the next day. So he wanted to be as cool as Tucker Max. And uh, we well, use the term cool very loosely. Very, very loosely. Very loosely. Again, I, boys, I'm telling you, I wanted to go, I want to go back into a time machine and really kick the shit out of this guy. Uh, not Tucker Max, past Tony. Um, should probably kick the shit out of Tucker Max. That too. too that too, it. because he is he is a menace to society. <laughs> and speaking of menaces to society, Jesse Bradford is in this movie, and his character is even more of a fucking menace because anything out of that man's mouth just just makes me want to claw into that TV and wring his fucking neck. Who played Tucker Max in the movie? Um, James, are you on the 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 letterbox or no? No, I'm on the Wikipedia page <laughs> oh for Tucker my Max. God. I am. I am is having. He, he I'm having a treat. You're having a treat. Is? So let me tell you a few fun facts about Tucker Max. Oh Jesus. Um. <laughs> um. He's uh, 48 years old. Oh, damn. oh he's still alive. Oh. He lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Who's this guy? Um, oh, I recognize that guy. He has Vaguely. four children. Oh, that good makes for him. Sense. That makes sense. Um. <laughs> He, uh, oh, sorry. He, uh, lives in Austin, Texas now. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, with his wife, Veronica and four children. Okay. Oh, he has a wife. He Good does have him. a wife. Good for him. Um, he went through a lot of controversies. He's done nothing of note really. Um, since, uh, the first thing he ever wrote in his bibliography is, uh, the definitive book of pickup lines that was in 2001. So yeah, already off to a great start. <laughs> um, I hope they serve beer in hell. Obviously that was 2006. Uh, assholes finish first that was 2010 yep so really really inspiring tony um hilarity ensues which i don't know (laughs) is my entire life sponsored by this man's book titles um 
He wrote actually. He's his most recent written recent written work is in 2017. He wrote the last Black Unicorn. He was the ghostwriter for Tiffany Haddish's book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. I just I couldn't. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish got Tucker Max to write her fucking memoir. I okay, that's funny. That is that is very funny. He has one. Oh, he has one filmography credit. I hope the surf beer and hell. He's a producer on it. That yeah, is that it. Yeah, that sense. is the one and yeah. done. Yeah, he was. There you go. So uh, is it, it's a bad movie, or it's just he, he's just a despicable character. So you don't like the movie? Like, what's the deal? It's just a horrendous, horrendous movie. Like, I chuckled at a couple bits. Like the film. The film opens with like the cops um, getting a domestic dom- domestic disturbance call, and. Tucker Max is having sex with a uh, a deaf woman and she's screaming and uh, the neighbors call and said that it sounded like someone was being killed. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and he gets like and he gets I think he gets like tased or something, but he's like he's he's having sex with a girl and the cops bust in and it's a whole thing. That part's funny. Um but like the whole other movie, like just just the dialogue and because like, it's straight out of his book, like this, this uh, some of the some of the stories were taken out of uh, I hope they serve beer in hell. And uh, it's just Imagine that. Yeah. right. There's one good line in it. And he's looking in the mirror and he delivers the I hope they serve beer in hell. And I got a little nostalgic because like I really loved that moment in in uh, when I was. Yeah. 20 i think yeah i really loved it so it brought back some nostalgic feeling sure. i'm just like you know what like that that's that's a good moment the rest of the movie mm, i i i wish i don't i don't own this movie i wish i didn't it's time to chuck it in the bin homes. it's 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 time it's yeah. time to get rid of it can i borrow it first yeah you can borrow it you can <laughs> I mean, watch it Dave, it's a real it. it's a real who of a cast <laughs> Yeah, seriously, uh, man, I gotta get my Jesse Bradford numbers up. <laughs> Fuck, he's so just. I mean, Tracy Lords too. Ooh, okay, see, I'm in. And also, Tucker Max is apparently in the movie. <laughs> that makes sense. As who? Uh, he was apparently the best man. Okay, so he's literally just standing. He's there. just standing there. It's <laughs> yeah, just, that makes sense. Yeah. Jesse Bradford's character uh, is just really butthurt over women because he he came home to find that his girlfriend was sucking off uh, a rapper. And oh. he, you like see it kind of thing. Oh. So he's a little emotionally distraught. But then after that, he like swears off women and he says these most despicable things about women because he's really angry. Oh, so uh, it's, it's the birth of incels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. You know what? He, he, yeah, but he had a girlfriend. Had. Had. Swears him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swears him off after that. But uh, yeah. Just, just the way you're talking about it. Like, is he, is Bradford bad in the movie? Or is just the dialogue is bad? No, he's bad. Like okay. the whole movie's bad. The dialogue <laughs> is awful. The acting is fucking bad. The the guy who plays Tucker Max, you just want to like beat him senseless, like yeah. to the point where like his. You remember you remember Sin City? Yeah. And when uh, I'm going to talk about spoilers in Sin City, if you haven't seen it, it's really your fault at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when Bruce Willis is like pounding Nick Stahl's head into the ground. Yeah. That's what I want to do to the guy who's playing Tucker Max. <laughs> That's fair. That's okay. I mean, well, okay. 
I uh, wait. Hang on. I, I'm I'm curious about one one thing. Here. And if you're curious why I watched this movie, I was just downstairs in my basement playing Switch with my wife as I do, and I looked over at my shelf and I saw. Uh, I hope they serve beer in hell. I'm like, you know what, man? It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I remember really liking it. I'm in the mood for a shitty comedy. Let's watch it. And buddy, I regretted every minute of it. Yeah, yeah. That guy that played uh, Tucker Max has not done anything basically since. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good for him. I went on a really long rampage about that movie. That's fair. I fucking I needed to get this off that's, my chest. That's fair. I regret my that's decisions. Fair. You should. Yes, as you should. Dave. Well, my worst is a film that finally hit VOD today, or PVOD today, and I've been wanting to watch it for quite some time. It's uh. Nia DaCosta's The Marvels. Oh, that's right. That was today. That was today. Yes. Yes. It's uh, it's not good, boys. It is not good. Yeah. Well, okay. But so I heard it was a train wreck. It is not a train wreck. Okay. It is. It's, it's not as bad as you have been led to believe, but it okay. is not good. Mm. It's not good. It is. Well, it hinges on your understanding and your remember and your memory of Captain Marvel and Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, which is fine. Okay, that's those I've seen all of those. That's but it fine. also hinges on your knowledge of WandaVision, right? Hawkeye, yeah, Secret Invasion, right, and Miss Marvel, yeah, right. And like character, really? yeah, and characters from Miss Marvel are like main characters in this. But it hinges on you remember having Knowing seen Miss Marvel. Yeah. To the point of, like, if you haven't seen them, you will be like, the fuck is going on? Well, it's like or... her family. Oh, okay. But, it, so it's easy enough to know who they are, but, like... So there's actually consequences that come from Secret Invasion? Do you remember how Secret Invasion ends? Yes. That he goes to space? Yes. With his wife? No, they're married. Okay. That's it. Just, like... He's That's in it. space. He's in space. <laughs> but he was in space cool. like like he was he was already Man, I don't, in space. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They they bring in they bring in the fucking um the Kree is it the Kree? No. Who are the Skrulls? The Skrulls. The Skrulls show up again. Okay, that makes sense. Naturally. Naturally. And it's just <sighs> They jump right into it, like the whole like that they can change that they change when yeah, yeah. something happens. They don't really explain it until halfway through the movie, like 40 minutes into the movie. They explain why this is happening. And as well as this whole jump, jump point thing, yeah. which the whole movie hinges on. And you're just like, why? I've never seen this in a Marvel film before. Why do we not know what the fuck this is? They explain it about 40 minutes into the movie. The movie's only an hour in like. 35 minutes without credits jesus so it's halfway into the movie that they start explaining things the first act is just fucking just whiplash of fucking things happening things are just happening and yeah. like i'm okay with the length of the movie it's just like some of the bullshit they could have cut out and replaced it with why some of this is happening right. or like how characters got from point a to point b doesn't yeah. make any sense and there's just they introduce ideas and they just get rid of them it just feels very much like a cobbled together movie of right. ideas and characters and the stuff they removed to make it shorter 
they probably should have kept it. Mm, got it. But it was really, it, it really chapped my ass how many TV shows you had to sit through in order to understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Because, like, Miss Marvel gets her powers and shit in Miss Marvel. So you have to sit through six episodes of that. You have to sit through nine episodes of WandaVision to find out how the other girl gets her powers. Yeah. 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 And it's just uh, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Yeah. Or Captain Rambo. Captain or, Rambo. Lieutenant, the fuck. Lieutenant Trouble as uh, Lieutenant <laughs> Lieutenant Marquis de la Saint whatever the fuck Rambo I just yeah like the emotional attachments you don't have them right and there's emotional beats in this that just you, they just oh cool and like that honestly I think that's probably my biggest worry of it too is like I kind of figured or at least by the way that Marvel has been heading is like, it's, it's been so intertwined with its TV or its series content. Let's call it that. I, I mean, I, I've kind of just checked out. Like, I don't even care. It's definitely a check. Like if you watch it, you're like, okay, now I know why I checked out. I'm officially checked out. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of just like, I don't, I don't care enough to keep up with 78 different storylines that I need to watch on different platforms at different times on different episode lengths and series and lengths. And like, it, it's too much. And the shit they tease and set up at the end, James, it's only going to piss you off more. No. Yeah. No, it's no, thank only going to piss you off more. And like the CGI is there's too much of it way mm. too much of it it doesn't look as bad as I thought it would in the first fight scene where they keep changing and they don't understand why it's actually kind of fun to watch yeah and like I looked at reviews afterwards and they kept mentioning the word fun or that it's a silly movie type thing and it's just like cool but it's also really badly done mm. and I don't blame it on Nia DaCosta because it's not her fault and just we were talking about cats earlier. Yeah. Tony doesn't know this, but there's a song in cats called memory. Indeed. And there is an entire scene in this film involving the song memory. And it is one of the worst things, most worst and most ridiculous and most stupidest things I have ever seen in a Marvel movie. And we're talking about like, Damn. like, Marvel movies are science fiction. They're cartoony. They're supposed to be happy-go-lucky fun. So it fits into that idea. But it is. James, I had to like stop the movie because I was like, I can't believe what I'm watching. Damn. It's so fucking bad. Damn. I'm like, this must be the reason people hate this movie because yeah, this scene yeah. happens and you're just like. You learned all the long, the wrong fucking lessons from everything. Yeah, yeah. And Earth. you just fucking, I, I don't know why you did this. Damn. I want to explain it to you guys, but you just, it's another one of those, you have to see it to believe it. Right. To just, un, to just the sheer badness of this mm. scene. Great. And it's supposed to be goofy, but it's awful. Great. It is so bad. Cool. Ah. <sighs> All of that to say, the the young woman who plays Miss Marvel, uh, I'm in Valangi. Yeah. She's Canadian. Yeah. Um, seen her at some screenings, which is wild. Um, she's so good in this movie. Oh, good. She's That's so awesome. great. Like she, her enthusiasm, like everybody else is sleepwalking through this fucking thing, but her enthusiasm, like she's so good because she's supposed to be like a like a teenager yes. and she's yeah. supposed to be like a fangirl type thing. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like the audience 
like conduit like who's yeah, like yeah, oh my yeah. god i'm fighting with superheroes type thing. like she's just so good like she Fun. screams a little too much which i think they could have cut back on but she's just she's very good and i hope to jesus whatever they reboot or revise or whatever the fuck they're doing <laughs> to kind of like sure to kind of reset the status quo because they realize that they can't just do what they want anymore and hope and just be like oh the audience is still gonna be there because it's not because it's not anymore whatever they're doing i hope she's still a part of it yeah nice you want my worst i do so i hope, I'm it, I hope it's worse than captain marvel please or marvels please oh, tell me it is it might be it probably is but I'm going to lead into it in a weird way of, so on the weekend, uh, I watched Return of the Jedi. Good movie. Pretty good movie. Which version? Uh, the original, silver oh. screen. Okay, so not with uh, Jedi Rock? Correct, not with <laughs> Jedi Rock. Okay, so first of all, let me tell you, um, I had to sit up for this one. Um, <laughs> first of all, let me tell you, no Jedi Rock. Um, also, I love, I, no, I love Jedi Rock. No, uh, no Ewok song. No, uh, no Yub Nub. Oh, I love Yub Nub. Um, but there's still something though at the end, right? Is. Like they still have like some sort of celebration. Scene. Yeah, it's just not that song. Okay. Anakin's not in this one. Like, uh, well, he's Cor- there. It's, Hayden, it's Hayden not Hayden. It's not Hayden Christensen. No, no. That's fucking weird when I see that. This fucking change that they could have <laughs> yeah. made. Like, George Lucas can do sort of whatever he'd like to do with his films and whatever else, but that was the dumbest fucking decision. Yeah, that one. That one's dumb. That one's dumb. That one's a dumb one. Um, the Jedi Rock. <laughs> so there is a song there. It is not yeah. Jedi Rock, but there's a song, and it's not a CGI thing singing. It's the actual puppet, and it is the weirdest <laughs> fucking puppet I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was just like, I had to stop. I was just like, what the. F- fuck is that it's insane i understand why he wanted to replace it with cgi i don't i still don't understand jedi rock a girl just died and we're playing jedi rock and this guy's singing and he's got his fucking uvula fucking swinging back and forth they do jedi rock before she dies was it before i thought it was right after or it's like during oh during like she's dancing to jedi rock and that's it and then they drop her in and like and then they keep going the singer's like whoa oh yes she says something really stupid but max rebo's there isn't he Max Rebo is there, yes. Off Max, Max Rebo, Rebo and the Max Rebo band is still there. Love um, Max Rebo. Max Rebo's great. They don't CGI Max Rebo. He's great. Um, and uh, yeah, but the puppet for the, the girl singer with the lips is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. It is a thing of nightmares. Like, I'm not saying the CGI one isn't nightmarish, but no, I, I can't describe enough to you guys how fucking weird i don't remember any of this happening in return of the jedi you want me to pop it in buddy no i, I mean, don't I just, remember jedi i just need, rock. I, I i do not remember any of this shit this okay, is all yeah. this is all greek to okay, me right, right now to, we're watching jedi rock to. after this we are not yeah i need to i need to put on, we need to put on not jedi rock we're gonna put on the original version so you can understand the horrifying nightmare that oh, i watched god I, I can hook up my vcr yeah there you go <laughs> anyway um that is not what I want to talk about. I did watch that and I enjoyed it. I think a little bit more than I thought I was going to. I've never really loved Return of the Jedi, but I like it. Fucking Ewoks, man. 
Ewoks. I liked it more this time. All right, I've I've grown into it. I haven't watched Return of the Jedi in a long time. The fat, (laughs) the fat dying like a chump or not dying now because that's been retconned. Whatever the fuck. The rancor. Um, The rancor is great. (laughs) That scene is still also amazing. Can we also talk about the choice of including the rancor's sad father (laughs) who comes in to mourn the death of his rancor? He's so upset. He's so like it has no need. He could have not included this man, but he did. This chubby man who just is so sad that his Rancor died. Wouldn't you be sad? It's the Rancor. I know, I'm just saying it's a weird choice to include. <laughs> Rough. Humanize the Rancor. I was very upset. And I know we're not supposed to like talk about it or idolize it anymore, but the gold bikini, come on. Yeah. yeah. Come on. And Jabba's a fucking creep. Well, yeah, he Such always was. No, you want to know who's a creep? It's fucking Jedi side piece thing. Like, whatever the fuck that little mutant, <laughs> oh, mutant monkey thing yeah. is. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing's a fucking freak of nature. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, that Ten, was pretty good. 9.5, James. <laughs> Thank you. That thing's Thanks a creep. really working on it. Okay. There's Jabba and then that fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> and Neonum. Neonum's in it. Yeah. I love yeah. Neonum. Although that that scene still when the, like they also the choice that Leia makes to keep her helmet on after she's defrosted Han and Han's like freaking out like <laughs> for this big reveal that it's her I'm like you should have just taken your helmet off he can't see you anyway he's blind and but also like Someone the curtains coming back you. and and Jabba and all Jabba's the there. there and just like oh, 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 oh like. Why were they just hanging out waiting? <laughs> it's it's the greatest. Like I, it's a drop. I like that they had one guy covering like three PO's mouth as well because they knew he was gonna fucking like make some <laughs> stupid fucking sound of just like, oh, why am I here? Like, fuck off, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I love three PO. Three PO. If Jar Jar Binks didn't become a senator. <laughs> Charger Banks and 3PO occupy the same space within the Star Wars universe. 3PO is a goddamn best alone. He's been through enough. <laughs> Him and Jake Lloyd have been through enough. I know it's like the fucking Jake Lloyd thing. Here it is. Shut up, Tony. You can't Here fucking say anything Here about Jake Lloyd. Can't say anything. Leave Jake Lloyd alone. He's been through enough. This Jesus. is not what I wanted to talk about. We finished watching Return of the Jedi. It was still Return of the Jedi. It was great. And then when we were looking at uh, some of the uh, things that I have and uh, I have, because it's the only way you can get it, a copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special. And my girlfriend went, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And I went, oh, (laughs) well, (laughs) let me just pop this on for you and we'll just watch some of this. Was it the version with the commercials or without? Uh, so it's not commercials with the bumpers. Okay, okay. so the just like what's bumpers, leading okay. in. Okay. Um, what the fuck? I haven't seen the whole thing. I I I need to. What what the f- what Light, the life fuck? day man life day? Is it life day or light day? Life day. Life day. Life day. They have merch at Disney for life day. What? Yeah, that's wild. They have, they first have of fucking all, life day merch at Disney World. Um, that's fucked. Up. I, I was watching and going, oh, there's some things that this ended up making canon because of when it came out, like the design for uh, homes in Kashyyyk. <laughs> I was like, or like the things in the trees, basically. Like that was, Kashyyyk, I guess it's yeah. canon now on Kashyyyk that 
they live up in trees thanks to the holiday special because we never fucking knew that before the holiday special came out okay Um, Boba Fett that was fucking amazing the the cartoon is the cartoon I've seen the cartoon incredibly good uh, it was a Canadian, Canadian company. Yeah, it was a Canadian company that did it. Actually, did either of you get to watch the Star Wars holiday special documentary thing? Yeah, we watched yeah. it at Fantasia. Yeah, we yeah. watched it at Fantasia, yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about it. Yes, I think we did. Um, it covered all the good highlights, but uh, watching we it are. just raw. <laughs> yes. Whatever the fuck. And like fucking, uh, uh, fucking Chewbacca's son, Bumpy. Um, <laughs> watching fucking some holographic fucking circus act was insane it was a fever dream you want to know something that you want to watch on mushrooms it's this yeah this is what you want to watch on my you All will right. lose your the first 15 Challenge minutes accepted the first 15 minutes there's no dialogue okay it just is too it, it's wookie noises for 15 <laughs> minutes right huh is there subtitles for no subtitles right there's no subtitles so we don't know no we're just interpreting it's just wookie noises. It's just interpretive dance with wookies if there was subtitles it would just be a square bracket that says wookie noises <laughs> for 15 minutes i love and it it's, it's you get to watch the wookie family sitcom like but i i'm sure there's jokes and i'm sure someone should laugh but i don't know what the fuck they're saying so it's like the base the <sighs> Bernstein bears with wookies Kind of, yeah. yeah. I need to. I need I to mean, find the shirt that Quentin had that says "I speak Wookie," so oh, so Eloise can wear it. That's yeah. amazing. I I mean, it's it's a fever dream. It's weird. It's it makes no sense. I can understand why they distanced themselves from this so much because it just became a variety hour show. But like, none of it makes any sense. It's right just on. a fucking mess cool. of things that were just kind of jumbled together. They're, and put they're together. all in it, aren't they? They sure are. Oh fuck! They sure are. Chewie and Han open up on it, and everything's in four by three because it was shot for TV. Um, on the jankiest, <laughs> low budget Millennium Falcon cockpit I think has ever been put to uh, tape. I guess I love this. Um, and because it's in four by three, like they're like super squished within the four by three frame. Oh, no. It's not like widescreen squished. No, because they just shot it in four by three. They just squished everything in the cockpit down to a four by three and put them like right in the center. And everything just seems like a low budget student film the entire time that you're <laughs> watching it. It's insane. I, I can't believe that it exists. But I'm so happy that it does for, for unexplained reasons. But there's no denying it's not so bad that it's good. It's just so bad it's bewildering. <laughs> right on. Yeah, that's that. That I, I can't if you have never seen the holiday special, there is no way to see it other than to find it somewhere online because that's the only way that it exists. Uh it has been preserved online. I'm thankfully. sure there's bootlegs at like Korean markets. And you might be able to find it if you want to actually fork over some cash, but like it definitely it's very easy to find online and just have, watch. Don't they have it on Disney Plus? No, 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 absolutely. No, George not. Lucas doesn't talk about its existence. Okay, we watched a whole documentary yeah, about yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, all right, all right. Calm yeah. down, everybody. So you can find it. You can watch it, and I yeah. implore you to because if you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself to just experience the nonsense. I've never seen the whole thing. I really want to. You should. You should. I really want to. Anyway, uh, let's continue this train of moving on. That was a hell of a short segment, James. Yeah, shit. I tried to really keep it short. I fucking told I you guys. I told miserably. you miserably. No one listens to me. All right. 
Um, of course we don't. Tony, you got a shutter minute? Time to get fucking weird, boys. Let's do it. Let's do it nice and quick. Go. Evil lurking deep inside. Its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> All right. For uh, our inaugural um, season three, season three Shutter Minute, I have a film called "Destroy All Neighbors." Spooky! There it is. You guys, uh, you guys, a fan of Pog Rock? <laughs> James, do you like Pog Rock? <laughs> Maybe. I got a film for you guys. Uh, real quick, a struggling pog rock musician oh. finds himself in a living nightmare when he accidentally kills his neighbor from hell. Guess who the neighbor is? It is a gentleman by the name of Alex Winter. Oh, I oh. love Alex Winter. In the most ridiculous makeup I've ever seen. Oh, even <laughs> he, better. He plays a Russian man named Vlad. Oh, you can't trust that. You definitely can't trust that. You definitely can't trust that. But I also wanted to tell you guys, this movie is a cross between Sam Raimi and Stuart Gordon. It is everything that is amazing of Evil Dead and Reanimator. Whoa. All in one. Is it goopy? It is so fucking goopy, David. There is so many body parts <laughs> flying. There's like a fucking intestine that just like just suddenly just starts moving and strangles somebody. And uh, yes, it does. Yeah. basically like a person is tied up with intestines. Yeah, and it sense. is Alex Winter's intestines. That's fucking this, all of this. All of this is checking right out, buddy. You guys need to see this movie. This movie is an absolute fucking banger. I will say that. Um, that that's really all I'm gonna say about it. It's an absolute banger, and you guys need to watch it. And uh, if you're a fan of Pog Rock, then like this movie is definitely for you. So so the, we're going to have one one to destroy all neighbors? No, we're not going to do that because we're not going to do a repeat. There's nothing that can come close to freaking nocebo except I'm, when evil lurks, obviously. I'm just happy that you started off with a banger. Yeah, it was. A, I, I love that. I was, sho- I was absolutely shocked. At first when you were describing it, it was like, I don't know. Where is this going? But it is. Dang. It is so fucking stupid. It is so, so stupid. But it is so good. I loved every minute of it. Like I said, cross between Evil Dead and Reanimator in the best possible way. Um, definitely seek this one out. All right. I like that. And that is uh, Destroy All Neighbors. On the Shutter Minute. On the Shutter Minute. Hell yeah. Spooky. Boys, let's get into this main segment. Yeah? Let's talk about it. Is it a spooky segment? <sighs> I just finished off with spooky, so... I forgot. No. no, I forgot. You were the one who's going to start us off. Yeah. Tell us, James. Tell us the d- the main header to be or not to be, James. Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Tell us about the buzz. What's the buzz on this movie? Is it honey? S- I hate this movie. <laughs> I was just going to say, is it sweet like sweet honey? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I think we're going to disagree on that, it's, buddy. It's, it's the beekeeper. David Ayers, the beekeeper. David Ayers, the beekeeper, starring the one and only Jason Statham, written as by the Ed. titular beekeeper. <laughs> as written by 
everyone's favorite screenwriter, mm, yes. Kurt Wimmer. Kurt Wimmer. Wimmer. <laughs> and the fucking villain is uh, Josh Hutcherson. It sure is. A very a Gen Z Josh Hutcherson. Weenie Josh Hutcherson. A fucking wiener. Talk- He's having a banger year between, he is. between yeah. this and fucking... Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights Freddy at Freddy's. Fingered. Yeah, Five Nights it. at Freddy's. Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's got he's fingered, yeah. He's he's less of a weenie in that movie than he is here. True. <laughs> he's he's more of a sad boy in that movie. He's just he's just struggling. Uh in this one he's just a giant weenie. Yeah. Um and uh what the fuck, man? Can can you tell us what the film can you tell us the pitch? What is the film about? Elevator <sighs> pitches, James. There's a guy. Okay. Who keeps to himself and keeps bees. Does he have a certain set of skills? We're getting there. What's okay. the elevator bridge? There's okay. a guy. Sorry. He keeps bees. Okay. Someone close to him okay. dies. Okay. And he swears revenge for the person that died. All right. He has a very particular set of skills. Ones that involve keeping bees legitimately. <laughs> uh and destroying human beings. Don't Fair. forget about destroying bees. He he did smoke out those those bees at the beginning. He didn't hurt them though, Tony. He, he just... well he did, he did kill those wasps. There oh were yeah, wasps. Well, he cleared the wasps. Yeah, there were wasps. He like, he broke well, the fluorescent tube in and the stuck most it in violent there. way possible. Yeah. Jesus, the most violent way you could kill wasps. He just <laughs> went with it. Which sure. I'm I mean, killing I'm, all wasps. You know what? Like I'm surprised now. he didn't string them all up and just individually slit each wasp's throat. Because why that, the fucking I, I want to see you do that, Tony. Well, I just gotta wear white. I I, I want to. I will pay. I will that. I will. I will pay. Did you know? Did you know that? Uh, I read an article that David Ayers actually got stung multiple times filming that scene. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I will and pay because Jason bees. Jason Statham didn't get didn't get uh, didn't get at all because and he He's learned the beekeeper. David Ayers was wearing black socks, and he got attacked violently because bees don't like black. Well. Yeah, and something something bees can't properly see white. Um, but anyway, bees I don't see color. CGI. Um, no, those are real. No, those, those are real in that scene. Real bees. They went. They went method for this one. Those bees were paid actors. Jason Statham actually learned the art actors, Dave. <laughs> there were some CGI bees, though, right? Absolutely. Like, there were. Like they when don't they move, blow up yeah, the bee, yeah, like they the beehives, yeah, like they not, must have no. been CGI. Yeah, they absolutely didn't shoot live bees <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> Peter would have had a fucking field day. Not even Peter. We're not supposed to kill the bees. Exactly. Peter would have had a fucking be- American Humane could not have put their stamp of approval on the movie. You killed a bunch of bees. The worst. Um, and also that just goes against the whole antithesis of being a beekeeper. What this is, is this? true? Anyway, this is true. Uh, yeah, that's I guess the elevator pitch. Actually, wouldn't that be the antithesis? Antithesis is not. Oh, the whole thesis of the, the movie. whole thesis, yeah. Yes. Antithesis would be would be the would be killing bees. Would be killing bees. Um, the beekeeper killing bees. Yeah. What in the fuck? So the first time I saw the trailer for this movie was before Godzilla minus one, and I'm very happy that Dave was sitting beside me because he sat down while this trailer was going on, and I leaned over and went, "What the fuck is this?" And Dave was like, "I'm so hype. I'm so fucking hype for this movie," and I'm like. I- did an eight-year-old write the fucking <laughs> pitch for this? What the fuck is this? Well, Why? it was Kurt Wormer. So, so an eight-year-old. He, so an eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, 
just what what the fuck <laughs> i feel like they were here they heard about bees and like how they were endangered type thing or like the queen slayer and all that shit sure <laughs> they just were that like part let's, good let's so make let's, a movie let's make about an this. entire movie about this hey you know what people really like people really like john wick <laughs> so let's just make john wick but worse so much worse revenge thrillers existed before john wick no guys. i know but there is a lot in this that it owes credit to okay it um, actually is the birth of a new franchise I swear to God, I'm not watching The Beekeeper 2. You cannot make me. I am telling you we right now, are. if you look at Jason Statham's filmography, yeah. there's got to be, there's going to be a sequel. It sets up a sequel. And it, it, may, and it may bank at the box office this it weekend. I saw, I saw it at fucking one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I swear, there were like 50 people in that theater. People came to fucking watch Jason I Statham. Just, be a fucking beekeeper, James. I just they I, all I, had. I, I don't know don't, if they had as much of a blast as I did. I had a fucking riot watching. I saw this, this movie in 4DX and yeah. I had a fucking blast. What is wrong? Like who hurt you? Did the beekeeper hurt the you? The movie hurt me. Okay, tell us more. Tell us more. I mean, okay, so I think we can all agree, and I'm going to start with the easy one that I think we can all agree on. That script is dog shit. It's not the greatest. No. It's fucking atrocious dialogue. It I did. have absolutely no idea what the fuck the relationship between the two FBI agents is beyond hilarity. I, They're I, the comic relief. I think I think they cut What's some of that out. To work? <laughs> We're fucking dumb cops. Like, what the fuck are you they doing? They weren't even dumb. They were just fucking all over the place. He did. He did Jeremy Irons dirty. Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Irons. He did his best, he but was he was good. Co- he was he was good. I but thought he Jeremy was, Irons was he was wasn't wasted. as he was trying. Wasted. That, that's exactly wasted. 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 I'm not saying Jeremy Irons is bad. He just kind of disappears at the end. <laughs> and he's just kind of he's, he's he's whiny. Okay. And I'm like, no, Jeremy Irons is not whiny. He is a he is a menace. Let's I'm I'm first of all, I am I I was almost certainly convinced. I'm still not unconvinced that Jason Statham and Jeremy Irons were never in the same room. <laughs> I don't think the, they what were about the part at, at the, the end when they when he breaks his arm. Okay, so they were in the okay, room. I wasn't gonna spoil he exactly breaks his arm, out. okay? <laughs> like, we're spoiling the beekeeper, He doesn't even break his arm. He just breaks his hand in 78 places, but... <laughs> in one And move. then just sits him down against the wall, and that's it. Thank you. That's a wrap, Jeremy Irons. Have a nice day. <laughs> that's called respect. It's called wasted. What a waste of a performance. It was wa- He was wasted. Jeremy I've... Irons is too good for the performance that that was. Like I was saying with the Marvels, I feel like there was a lot cut out a lot of like reason and accountability and fucking making sense of certain things you're watching an action movie about a beekeeper who secretly who secretly like this black Uh, ops guy like what the fuck story do you need i i mean just like there was just certain things that were off like james is saying like there is definitely missing material that whole thing with the other beekeeper was (laughs) ridiculously <laughs> short and way too easy yeah um also let's not forget that at that gas station just before he leaves that gas station and it blows the fuck up which is fine um he borrows a gentleman's car who is sitting against a gas pump and the very next thing is that gas pump that gas station explodes so that guy is dead <laughs> jason he might them just killed an they, innocent man they only they he didn't i'm sure they're there's a beat and then, he, and then it blows up. Oh, I'm sure there's a whole beat. Well, yes. there had to have been because he went to go get the car. 
and he drives the car was right there against the gas pump. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was like a, that guy's he dead. Worked, no, he worked at the gas station. That guy couldn't run 50, <laughs> fi- 500 feet to get away from that giant fireball of an explosion. The fire go- fireball has, lifted him. He has <laughs> rules, James. Sure. He definitely has rules. He did he, he certainly, he certainly but the gas did station not, did. <laughs> he, he certainly did not kill everyone. Sure. He and left, he a, couple, gave, he left he, a couple alive. He sure. left people alive. Also, back to smorgidord cops <laughs> for a second. This fucking FBI fuck standing outside the office building and he just walks up to them. You got through like seven perimeters and fucking tons of people. That was, just that was fun. That I was like, was what fun. are you fucking doing? He has... I noticed it. Anyone who didn't deliberately get in his way, he left alive. Yeah. Sure. Because Jeremy Irons just kind of was just like, you shouldn't go in there. And he's just like, fuck you, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> and then just sit toss, down. Tosses him aside. And, when, and at the beginning, when it, that, that fucking badass scene where he walks, he's where he fucking like gets through the security guards like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo, where's the office? Oh, it's just right there. He's like, oh, well, call. The, call you should the, leave. <laughs> call the fire department. Yeah. You should leave. And he just walks in with the gas tank. Yeah. <laughs> he's just that was awesome yeah i'm not there's a lot of awesome stuff in this movie and he's very silent and they do i really really love that they just don't explain certain things like oh yeah like you don't need to (laughs) him you don't need to explain it's oh, just like yeah the, the whole beekeeping thing you don't need to explain it they explain all. just enough <laughs> they i i would still like to know why they have fucking computer systems from 1972 <laughs> at their beekeeper fucking hideout and a dot matrix printer you can't track you can't track it a dot matrix printer <laughs> <laughs> no it's not wireless but it's also looking up shit like what is it connected to Questions that don't need to be answered, James. So anything to do with the beekeeping and the hive and all that dumb shit, I'm glad they didn't explain any of that. I'm sure they'll explore it in the beekeeper, too. They probably will, but there was other things that they definitely could have explained a little better. Yeah. All of that to say, I love... You mentioned the beekeeper, that the other beekeeper comes for him. Yeah. (laughs) I love immediately after that, where they're just like, they're going to remain neutral on this. They're, yeah. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mini, Dri- Mini Driver you. was only in the movie to deliver God. that one line. Yeah. Seriously. You're on your own. Like, that's something. That's like, what else do you need? Like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And yeah. He just knows things. He just knows information. Yeah. And they don't explain how. But he's a fucking, ter- he's basically the fucking Terminator. <laughs> Seriously. And that uh, that is another sort of a small fault of it, at least to me, of just like, it. Uh, maybe it harkens back to that era where like, your main hero protagonist won't ever get hurt at all. And I mean, okay, at the very, very end, he finally does. But like for the most part, he's unscathed the entire that, time. That 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 scene. Though, he doesn't that, even look fucking tired. No, not at all. It's Jason Statham. Come on, and I'm gonna go and I'm shape. Sure, that scene at the end where he does get hurt with yes. the South African yeah. assassin. That scene, I loved it because it was so the way it was choreographed. Oh and everything. yeah, in the so, John Wick mirror room, right? But there was no music. There was True. no music at all. And I found it so um, 
so vicious and so violent because there's no music. It's just them breathing and them fucking going at each other. And it's fucking great. It's one of the best scenes in the movie for sure. Um, but what I want to bring up to you guys, um, because I watched a couple Jason Statham movies uh, in anticipation for this movie. And all of his movies are the fucking same. Mm. Every single one of them. Yeah, but that's the same of every action star. Every Schwarzenegger movie is basically the same movie, Tony. Right? Like we watch. Every Bruce Willis movie is the same movie. Every Stallone movie uh, is know, the man, same Jingle movie. Jingle on the Way has got some nuance to it. <laughs> <laughs> but like you watch. You, leave, you keep Jake Lloyd's mind oh, in your fuck fucking sakes. mouth. Here we go. Uh, but we watched The Mechanic. It's the same movie. Uh, Crank. Same movie. Okay, Transporter. That, the crank, Transporter. Crank has a, a, a hook. Oh, it has a, hook. a hell of a hook. Okay. Hell of a hook. It's, hook. it's one of my fa- it's it's one of my favorite Jason Statham movies I'm for alive. sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about the second one because the second one still hurts me. I've never seen it. It's it's probably better that you don't. Uh, the transporter, like he's a, he's a gun he's a gun for hire. He has a unique set of skills and he's clearly indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Jason Statham. Just like yeah. Jason Statham. Yeah. Like um, this movie. This movie was great, man. It was. It was just so. Good. It was so good. I hate. The, I hate the dialogue. Kurt Wimmer, if you're listening to this, please like stop. A, take a script writing class. Do something, man. Because Tony, he's been paid enough money that he doesn't have to. I know. I know. He keeps but, failing upwards, and I don't he, like it. But if he. Take a script writing class. <laughs> For the love of Jesus, all of your movies sound like an eight-year-old wrote it. <laughs> I just don't know what you were expecting. Oh, I wasn't expecting I said, And I'm saying all this, as like, these are things that I hated. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy parts of it. Like, like I was just sitting in, the, uh, sitting in there. I was just like, fucking yes! Get him, Jason! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Get him! But then he stabs uh, a guy with the end of a shotgun? <laughs> yeah. That's new. Like, that's hilarious! The elevator thing was fucked up, too. <laughs> that guy, he just yeah. cut a guy in half. <laughs> That part was nuts. Yeah, the the 40x was absolutely incredible. The one the one fault though is when they're talking when it when it's not 40xing. Yeah, you feel it. Well, that's every movie. Like, oh. Yeah, because Melissa's like, are the seats gonna start rumbling again? And I'm just like, he needs to fight someone first, honey. Yeah. 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 I was just craving for the action. I didn't give a shit about the talking. Anytime the they talking. were talking, I was just like, I don't care about any of this. None of this shit matters. Give me Jason Statham. Give me a body. <laughs> like was anybody- when, when he like ties that guy to the track. Right. Yeah. It's like, don't move. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he gonna go, Jason? Yeah. And then he's got to get rid of this old truck. And he's driving a stolen truck around. Yeah. And he like walks up to the front door with all the fucking police just outside. He's just like, you guys should probably leave. That's what, I, like, right? that's what he taught. That's what he mentioned. Yeah. It was fucking silly. <laughs> it was great. And I they think- kept and he kept and he kept so close to them so they couldn't pull out his their gun. Right, like that close combat stuff. Like the, the sure, the yeah. Fighting. Except for the except for the six six cops in the background that all just stood there going. <laughs> Oh, what do I do? <laughs> you mentioned the fight with the the glass, all the mirrors and stuff. Yeah, I would have liked that part a lot more if it wasn't very obvious. It wasn't Jason Statham fighting that guy. Yeah. Well, they kept there was too many quick cuts. Like yep. it was cut to shit. Like that like, part was cut to shit. The other parts weren't as badly cut. Yeah. Yeah. Like there were other like some of the scenes were cut to shit, but then other parts they they let them breathe. Like the the elevator thing you're talking about. Like yeah. that. Yeah. There was more breathing to that and when he's beating the shit out of the guy with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Like 
it is a silly movie. It definitely needed a little bit more explanation on some of the things. Yeah. But then other stuff, you're just like, I don't fucking care. I just, uh, yeah, that was it. I don't care <laughs> is the biggest most But thing. the FBI thing, I think they probably could have done a little better with. Yeah. And um, all of the dialogue, please. And like, I'm not she saying it has just to be lost serious, her mother. But... Let her take a day off, guys. Yeah, Send her like, home. <laughs> why is she even on that case? Right? Yeah. But she was a little badass. Like she was, she was great. I'm not, she was scrappy. I'm not I, I saying that she's not. I just her, the whole the whole dynamic between the whole cops in this movie's dynamic n- nonsense. Yeah, yeah. nonsense, literal nonsense. Yeah, I'll it was give a, you that. like the fucking cringiest shit, the worst dialogue. And you know what? All of my complaints generally come down to just how fucking awful the script is. I actually don't have a lot of faults with like the movie itself. I got uh, most of the faults with with the with the script. But again, what were you expecting? It was Kurt Wimmer. Come on now. Well, and like David Ayer's direction isn't the greatest. No, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's serviceable. Totally fine. It's like a da- he's a gun it's, for hire. Like it's, it's fine. a dad. It's a dad movie. Like David David Ayer's is just makes like it? Yeah, <laughs> it just makes vicious dad movies. Like we watched uh, we watched Fury on the weekend. And like that, mu- that movie is very much like a that dad movie. Fucking vicious. Exactly. Yeah. He just I haven't did- seen Fury in a while, but I've never seen it before. He- before right. you, before I yeah. watched it with him, I'd never seen it before. I had seen yeah. it in the theaters. It's a vicious movie. Yeah. And David Ayers, he he just makes vicious, vicious action movies. I remember enjoying Fury though. I think that's one of the few David Ayer movies I actually enjoy. It, it was, it was fine. It's, it was fine. It's I a little, really, it's I a really little too schmaltzy it. at the end. Yeah, a little, a little yeah. too schmaltzy when it should be yeah. hard. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah. There's, and there's that, there's, there's that weird scene in the apartment that's just kind of odd. I know, I know that there's a reason for it, but it's just an odd yeah. scene. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's, it's mostly good. Film. But there are some badass scenes to it, and yeah, a lot of vicious, vicious, vicious violence. But that's what he. But that's 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 what he's known for. If you look at his repertoire and yeah. his filmography, it's a, it's all about, these vicious, isn't much. vicious cop movies. What about Suicide Squad? We don't talk about Suicide Squad. I'm yeah. just glad he finally gave it up. He finally let it go. Yeah. Well, because he wanted to make Beekeeper. I don't think it's because he wanted to make Beekeeper. <laughs> I think it's because James Jimmy Gunn sat him down and like, it's not happening. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> and like. Yeah, and that movie was, uh, fuck. There was there. I mean, there was a lot of apologists or defenders of the original Suicide Squad of just like, oh no, studio meddling. It was gonna be great. It was gonna be great. Release the air cut. Well, the trailer was great. The first trailer is awesome, but I'm I sure. actually, I do like the second trailer too. Right, but then, anyway, Ayers had many chances to prove that he's actually got the stuff. Yeah, and he hasn't. I end of watch is Dece. Dece. End of watch. Was, end of watch was great, and Fury was great. If if anything, I would put guys, those two. I would put those two up there. Tax collector fans. No. Fuck the tax collector. <laughs> and you know what? And also, friend, friend bright. <laughs> friend of the podcast will love. Friend of the podcast, Stefan will love this too. Fuck harsh times because <laughs> no, that movie's a fucking abomination. You want to? Yeah. You want to see somebody go on a rampage about a movie? Listen to yeah. Stefan go on about harsh times. <laughs> I don't remember much about that movie at all. It's just what about, a, what about Street Kings. Don't. You know what? I tried to watch Street Kings for this thing, and I watched it when Melissa Melissa got like hammered with her friends on on Saturday, and I popped on Street Kings when we were going to bed, 
And she's like, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, just a cop movie. And she's like, oh, okay. Five minutes later. Is that fucking Keanu? <laughs> yes, honey. It's Keanu. And fucking Chris Evans shows up in that goddamn movie too. Forrest Whitaker. I he love can, Forrest Whitaker. He can, put, he can put actors together. If they, that man can do anything, he can put actors together for sure. But like, Just fuck can't, man. Can't deliver a good movie. They're all the fucking same. Yeah. No love no love for Sabotage. That movie's, that movie's fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's really excessively violent too. I remember it's... It had me until the end, and the end is just shit. But it was also like a studio, like they, it's an alternate ending because apparently it was a much harder ending before. Yeah. Oh, that was back when we were still trying to make Sam Worthington a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and when he was just in everything. It's anyway. true. It's true. It's true. He's a decent actor. I don't mind him. Yeah, I know, but they were trying to make him a uh, huge. What about Joe Manganello? My boy Joe. Yeah. I love <laughs> Joe Manganello. I just love that picture. I, it's asshole. my favorite picture. It's it's the best thing in the world. Anyway, the beekeeper. The beekeeper. It's a movie. If you, I, I had a it's blast. fun. I had if a you're blast craving some movie. some some action, if you're craving Jason Statham beating the shit out of some people, yeah, strong silent type Jason Statham beating the shit out of Honestly, people. Honestly, you could probably watch this movie on mute and it would still be pretty good. Probably, It'd probably be great. Yeah, might be better. Just get rid. Like I. He's Josh is just so whiny and he's yep. just, like, I know he's playing the character and he's playing it right, but it's just like, I don't, I don't, I just want to punch him. I mean, the he's dick a shit weasel movie. playing a shit weasel. So yeah, I just want to punch him in the dick the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his fucking, uh, his, him and his fucking sound bowls that he's got. Oh, yeah. yeah. The sound bowls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They could have done more with Jeremy Irons. They could have done more with, his mom, where like that's supposed to be a big twist. Yeah, and it was just the like, stupidest fucking twist. Okay, yeah, cool. Got it. <laughs> Got it. This was a twist you didn't need. Okay, just have so a just, few people over, Madam President. <laughs> just Whoa. movies got a movies got the movies whole time. Got I was just like movies yeah. got a movie, and just but the did, ending did, the ending's a little too abrupt for my liking. I did I did enjoy him doing blow in the office. Oh, yeah, you like that? And it's like, oh, I didn't know you were here. And she's like, you didn't hear the giant fucking helicopter land on the lawn? <laughs> like. But then also, ridiculous. Like, she finds out all, all of this horrifying shit about her son. And then, you know, the ending happens and she's like distraught. And it's like. It's still her son, man. I guess. It's still her baby. It's still her baby. Well, I guess. Right. You know. He deserved what he got. He deserved you know, a lot more than what he got. You yeah. know, like I'm sure John Wayne Gacy's mother was like, still like, "Oh my baby." Okay, still, let's let's I'm let's still upset let's about start, it. Let's let's not go there. But anyways, so I don't know why I compared him to John Wayne Gacy. He was the first name that I mean, came to my head. They're occupying the same wrong as hell. But <laughs> Josh Hutcherson's character deserved at least all of his toenails being ripped slowly by a pair of pliers. And his eyelids, for sure. And then, well, start with the toenails, then the fingernails. Okay, you gotta rip not, those out. You guys are you guys are getting graphic. And then, like, pluck every single <laughs> eyelash <laughs> before you squeeze the eyeball like jelly and put it on toast. So it's I, clearly not. So of course what? it's on toast. <laughs> it's gotta be on toast. So it's not a recommend from you, obviously. I mean, fold in laundry. If you're. <laughs> If you're if you're if you're a dad if I'm fold, folds if I'm laundry, laundry watching that movie, I'm gonna be hyped up. If you're a dad folding laundry uh, and over the age of thirty five, this movie's for you. 
the fuck, man? Enjoy. <laughs> Dave. I I rush out to theaters and see it in IMAX. It was loud and proud and just angry and I loved it in IMAX. I had a, I had fun watching it, but apparently I'm over 35 and a dad, so it was <laughs> it's just it. for me. You're in a new genre of movies now. <sighs> well, with the cat with caveats that it's badly written and everything that's not Jason Statham yeah. is annoying. <laughs> yeah. There you go. If this movie was recut and it just featured Jason Statham. So you want the air cut of this movie? <laughs> no, I want the, the I, air. You know what I want? I want the, the Jason Statham cut of this movie. <laughs> Nobody wants the air cut, James. Anyways, I am 33 <laughs> and I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. But no, do not run to see it in the theater. You can sit and watch it at home. I just you can skip the 40X. And skip 40X. I just had so much fun. Melissa, Melissa was like, "Why is this movie in 40x?" I'm like, "Because it's January, honey, and people need money." Yeah, <laughs> I just it's I called you. Nothing else is in this theater. I wish I saw it with you guys so badly. Yeah, I just called you guys afterwards, and I was just hyped. Yeah, yeah, hyped. Yeah. Oh, there was man. not enough bee puns. There needed. To yeah, be there more. definitely needed to be a couple more. No, they bee didn't puns. lean into that enough. They needed to lean into they it a little bit harder. Learn a lot about bees. Right? Though. It was a very factual movie right? about bees. Yeah. But... When she starts like reading through the beekeeping yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay, the bit about the Queen Slayer we touched upon it, but like the part about the Queen Slayer <laughs> that was fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a queen slayer. Like that's yeah, funny. You're, okay. you're not badass enough for the queen. Well, slayer, you know bud. what, man, man, someone could change. Badass enough to be a bee. Well, you know, you both suck. Mad fucking cocks and dicks. That's are you, that's. Are you willing to to kamikaze yourself? Yeah. In the I'll, name of the hive. In the name of the hive, you got to protect the hive, man. Protect the hive. You got to protect, protect the, the hive. hive. But yeah, don't rush. See it, Yod. See it when you can. Yeah. All right. How was it compared to Expendables 4? Oh my Jesus. <laughs> Expendables 4 is a goddamn abomination. Can I ruin it for you guys? Yes, oh, please. I want to watch it. Oh. All right. Well, fuck you. I'm going to ruin, ruin it, it anyway. anyway. Stallone disappears for fucking three quarters of the movie. Cool. I knew that. And it's like the Jason Statham and fucking Megan Fox show. I remember uh, nothing about this movie. What about Curtis Jackson? Fitty? Come on, man. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. This movie is an abomination and it is goddamn an embarrassment. Dang. I fucking hated Expendables 4. Dang. And I haven't even seen Expendables 3, but I hear Expendables oh, 3 bad. is much, much better. It's bad. Glenn Powell's in it. I remember fucking Expendables 3. Look at that. Expendables 3 was bad. bad. It's it bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. It's not very good at all. It's been that movie, that movie franchise has been diminishing returns. It's, Although it's no. It's funny that Wesley Snipes makes a, a tax evasion joke. That, yeah, that that's part's funny. Yes, that well, is that's funny. funny. Tax evasion. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the movie. Uh, no, it's How did you know? You didn't see it. Oh, I've seen that part. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we? Were you going to disagree with me that that entire franchise has been diminishing returns? Um, the second no, one's the pretty second, good. The though. second one's better than the first one. The second better one is. The first? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Jean-Claude Van Damme? You're gonna yeah. fight me on Jean Claude Van Damme. Well, I'm not Chuck gonna fight Norris Van Damme. makes a Chuck Norris joke. Yeah, Arnold right. Schwarzenegger gets more screen time. True, and and Bruce Willis and literally kicks the fucking door out of a car so he can get know. in. I don't. I, I have to rewatch one and two, and then I'll get back to okay, you on the that. The first That's... one is too serious, and mm. the second one leans into what the first into one the should have been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
All right, I'll get back to you. I'm going to get back to you on that yeah. one. Then it's been diminishing returns. Then it's been yes. diminishing yes. returns. It's been just digging a hole to the base. Well, the fourth one put a hole in the coffin. Put, put, yeah. the, put the nail in the coffin. You want to know why? Because they handed over script rights to fucking Kurt Wimmer. Kurt Wimmer wrote Expendables 4? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Want to know how you kill a franchise, boys? Kurt Wimmer. to fucking Kurt Wimmer. <laughs> but he just, they just made a new one with Beekeeper. Yeah, he's not going to write the second one. He's not. Fucking hope not. David Ayer should just write it, man. I okay, know let's not say things we But can't you know take what? Back. He would write a much better movie. Woody. Mm, Woody. It'd be better than what we got. Woody. Would it? He did write Training Day, yeah. and The Fast and the Furious. Wow, it's not That's like you're, you're. It's not like you're listing and bangers. You five buddy. seven one. You're not listing bangers. You're gonna tell me that Training Day is not a banger. I have you're not seen Training tell, Day in a long time. You're gonna tell me that the first Fast and the Furious is not a banger. The writing is not what makes that movie. A I banger, want you Tony. to go play in traffic. The writing. <laughs> You're going to make me die over the writing? Mephamelia. He doesn't even say that in the movie, Tony. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Like, boy. Oh, he's boy. He's stealing fucking DVD players. That orange Supra, amazing. But fuck. Ricky Tan, come on. Yes, Ricky, Ricky Tan, Tan, Tony. Ricky Tan. <laughs> Jesus, Tony. You're going to make me die over that? Yeah, Get I'm going to make you die. Here. Fuck you, man. Good Fast Lord. and Furious is a goddamn great movie. I didn't. I'm not. Tony, I just said the I'm just writing. Trying, dude, I'm just trying to piss you off now. I just said the writing. <laughs> All right, sit down. Calm your shit. Calm your shit. <laughs> That's fun. He put himself in training day. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he didn't direct it. No, he just wrote it. Produced Was that it. a Fuqua? That's not Fuqua. No, it is Fuqua. Oh, it, it is Fuqua. Fuqua. And I will say yeah. training day is good because of Fuqua. And yeah. because of Denzel, obviously. Well. It's yeah. because Denzel's in it, Tony. Yeah. If it was anyone else, it's, it would Denzel not be as good. That movie. Like Ethan Hawke's fine, but it's fucking Denzel. Come yeah. on, come on now. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. shall we? Sure. You got a new blue. I have a new blue. <laughs> what did that boy buy? It's Dave's blues. Dave's new blues. What did that boy buy? So I'm still waiting for Canada Post to bring Old Boy to me. I mm. don't know what's taking them so mm. long. And I got uh, the Second Sight edition of Mean Streets on the way as well. Um, and, you know, God willing, I'll have a copy of Avatar, The Way of Water, that's not scratched to fucking yeah. shit. I'm hoping. Um, I was hoping. But the, uh, the one I want to talk about is the new Vinegar Syndrome 4K edition. 4K Blu-ray combo pack, special edition, happy hand jobs. Happy hand jobs, yes. Uh, of David Cronenberg's Extestens. Nice. From nineteen ninety-nine. Came out the apparently like three weeks after the Matrix did. So that's why people don't remember it. No existence. Um, so but we do. But we do. Um so the case, uh, if you really want to play fucking show and tell, since it's right there. Thanks. It's like a it's like, it feels like flesh. It's kind of fleshy. Uh, yeah, I guess to an extent. It's a little weird. It's got some texture to it. Yeah, yeah. And then it has a forty-eight it's... page book and a beautiful, uh, oh. some beautiful um, slipcase. Um, there's four commentaries on it, which is nuts. It. Wow. Yeah, four commentaries. Some 
some pretty awesome features and some pretty awesome interviews type thing. I would have wanted like a more recent interview with fucking Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Um, but it's still pretty good. Essays. All of this to say, it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For like a low budge fucking Canadian movie, looks amazing. Dang. Yeah, it looks dope. Have you seen Existence? Do you no, know what it is? No. It's basically um so Existence is the name of a new video game. Uh got it. Yeah, it's a new video game. Um and then that's uh the yeah, that's the, that's controller. the controller. It's like a fleshy a fle- of course it's fleshy. It's, it's, it's a very fleshy thing. So basically God damn basically it, it's very uh VR type right. thing. So you have like a port in your spine. Got it. And you plug it in. Yeah. And then you're in the game and it's like a virtual reality thing. Wow. And so it kicks off where she's doing uh, a demo of the new thing. Yeah. Of the new game. Yeah. Uh, and she has like a, a focus group type thing. And somebody tries to kill her with um, a chicken bone gun thing that shoots human teeth. <laughs> all uh, right. James, I'm not lying. <laughs> and it is needs, a Cronenberg movie after needs, all. So Jude Law is her security detail and he needs to get her out and get her to safety. And but something's going on with the with the game, so they need to get into the game to yeah. fix things. Yeah, and it's just like very Inceptiony, right? And just very just like taking on a lot of like virtual reality, and like it's not quite using video game iconography quite yet because like right, like they were. It's not quite there yet, but it's definitely right. about virtual reality and kind of like manipulate body horror and manipulation. Please don't wreck it. I'll just put it away. I'll, I'll put it away. It's not being wrecked. Fine, not fine, an, fine, fine. I'm not an, a Neanderthal. It's just, it's not as good as I remember it being. I thought it was better. I remember it being a lot better. The last time I saw it was after you were there with friend of the friends of the podcast matt laden james Whitson, and mike Laidman, where we watched scanners videodrome the fly naked lunch and existence jesus back to back to back what a day (laughs) that was a day that's a day that will live in infamy because we saw some things that day i bet you did we saw some things that day. I believe that's the last time I saw it. I saw it recently too, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't as on board as yeah. I was mm-hmm. in uh, high it's school. It's just very yeah. It's very weird and very dense and very mind fucky. Huh. It's super fu- It's super fucking weird. It's it's Cronenberg yeah, after yeah, all. It's I definitely yeah, it's the things, definitely weird. The things yeah. that you were saying are checking off all the Cronenberg <laughs> tick boxes of like super fucking weird, but. And body horror and stuff. Yeah, but of all of that to say, if you're a big Cronenberg fan, you owe it to yourself to have this in your collection because it it's never looked better than this, and I doubt it will ever look as good as it does here. Yeah, and just yeah, uh, when they announced it, I just bought Tony a coffee without asking. <laughs> I'm just I like, actually have the import uh, Blu-ray of this. <laughs> oh, very so cool. I upgraded it with the uh, vinegar nice. syndrome so you can have my import. I'd love your import. <laughs> I have shelf space now. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's um, that's Existence. Excellent. Yeah. I, I kind of want to see it. You, you, you should. It's got, on the it's premise got, of it alone. It's, I, like, it's, this is interesting. I, I feel like you'd enjoy it. It's nice. uh, Yeah. 
So the lead is Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Um, which ironically is why she's in Possessor later. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then her security guy is Jude Law. Sure. And then Ian Holm is in it. Nice. Fucking Don McKellar's in it. Of course. <laughs> Sarah Pauly. Yeah. Willem Dafoe. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe shows, Dafoe shows up. Yeah. Caleb nice. Keith Rennie. Like, it's nice. just like, you're just going to be like, hey, it's this guy. This guy. Hey, it's this guy. I love that. But yeah, cool. fucking Willem Dafoe has like basically an extent cameo and he's, he's fucking awesome. Amazing. <laughs> all right. He's awesome. All right. All right. I want to yeah, see you should definitely, definitely watch check it out. Nice. Excellent. I will. Cool. That about wrap us up then for our first episode of season three. Yes, sir. Oh, I love this. I love this a lot. So we're going to be back in our regular scheduled slot in two weeks for you. Our new scheduled slot. Our new? Oh, yes. I guess I should announce that since this yes. is... We're now officially uh, coming to you on Wednesday. Wednesday podcast. Yes. yes. Just honestly, and like, for if anyone's curious, although I don't think anybody really cares as we long as we come out. We want to celebrate Hump Day with uh, we our do. podcast. And it, it gives us a little bit of a breathing room, too, to make sure that we're able to see some of these releases the moment they come out. Because, like, you know, The Beekeeper, there was no advanced screening for... We kind of had to do it as fast as we could and like try to get these out. And also like we there have actually lives. was it was they didn't yeah, really it was, announce it was the yeah. previous Saturday. Yeah. So which we was, sometimes there was a don't get those. <laughs> exactly. We sometimes don't get those. We sometimes have to rush these out and we also have lives and things like that that go on outside of this podcast or no, at least they, no, we don't. Tony and I do. No. Podcast Tony. is life. <laughs> Football is life. And, and, and so is podcast. And death. And death. <laughs> But it's also life. Um, and death. <laughs> so Daddy Rojas. To give us to give us the extra space. We're gonna do Wednesdays. One day shift. But you yes. can still get us. Midweek, you can enjoy us. Yes. On every second Wednesday, plus whatever bonus episodes we decide to throw your way. And there will be bonus. Oh, there oh, there will be bonus. But till next time. Mm-hmm. Talk to you then. Woo. <laughs>